1: Promo code OKSYS15, O-K-A-Y-S-I-S-1-5.
0: Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self-care, you deserve it.
1: Welcome to OKSYS Podcast.
0: Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know.
1: Here at OK Sis, we believe women are
0: multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics, such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood.
1: Hi, sisters. Welcome back to OKSYS OK Podcast. It is Wednesday, which means it's just me, Scout, the older half of OKSYS, OK the older sister to Madela, and the mother to Lily Constantine, my main titles and my main roles over here. I'm so excited about today's episode because it's something that I've been really, really, really a believer in. It's a Essentially the way I live my life it's my biggest philosophy it's the cornerstone of how I do what I do and why I do what I do and it really is my guiding my guiding compass. So what am I talking about? I am talking about my relationship to my desires. Now, as someone who considers themselves incredibly intuitive and spiritual and someone who is consistently practicing the art of surrender and leaning into faith and trusting, I have found that, or I don't know if I've found, but I have looked back On my career and I've realized and really my whole life that every decision I've ever made, whether it's in my business or in my personal life, um, has really at the root been because of a desire of mine. I don't know if my bipolar disorder is the reason that I make decisions this way. I have an incredibly fine-tuned emotional compass in the sense that I really... I'm tapped into the part of me that's a hell yes and the part of me that's a hell no. And when something is not in alignment for me and I move forward with it, my bipolar disorder will completely act up and cause a plethora of mental health symptoms to rise to the surface. So I've learned as a way, almost like as a way to survive, which I'm so blessed this is my way to survive, is that I need to follow my intuitive hits and I need to follow my desires. Now, when I look back on what I've created at my business, I'm the founder of Scouts Agency. We're the leading agency and getting women as guests on podcasts. So we take entrepreneurs, thought leaders, public figures, content creators, influencers, thought leaders, and we place them on a plethora of podcasts so that they can tell their story, get in front of new audiences, build brand awareness, and in return, build their business. Every step of the way and every decision I've made has been either a result of my desire or a result of my gut feeling, which I believe are super linked and and very similar. And so I didn't know that I was doing this consciously. I had no idea that these big picture, major decisions that I was making around my business was because I was following my desires until I launched my book, The Emotional Entrepreneur. And that, in launching my book, it was 2021, 2021. I was led through the entire experience by my inner guidance, by the universe, by God, whatever it is you want to call it. And I made a radical commitment. I don't really necessarily think consciously, but looking back, I was radically committed to following the paper trail crumbs that were my desires. So it started with, do I want to self-publish or go the traditional publishing route? And my desire was to get the book out as fast as possible and not go through a tedious three-year process where I had to prove myself to a lit agent or a book publisher. My desire when I really dropped into meditation was to have this launched within six months. And so I think starting right then and right there, that is a decision that required a certain amount of courage because I was foregoing the traditional way of doing things that came with recognition and credibility and status and inspiration and almost like this elevated, ooh, you got a book deal, right? I was foregoing that and choosing the content of my book over the status that a book publisher would give me. I made that decision because I listened to my desire and my desire was to get the message and get this book out there into the world as soon as possible. The concept of my book, The Emotional Entrepreneur, is the emotional guidebook to entrepreneurship. So it's 25 lessons to emotionally get you through entrepreneurship. For any of you girlies who have just started a business, are a solopreneur, want to be an entrepreneur, are starting your business, this is the emotional guide. And I just wanted that content out and I wanted to be an author. That was my desire. So I made that decision. And then I really tapped into what are my desires in launching this book? And I allowed myself to play. I allowed myself to dream big and every step of the way the vision got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and I wanted to have a launch party but I didn't just want it at any other place. I really said where would where would be a venue or what venue would excite me? What venue would make me feel like a million dollars? What venue would match the frequency and energy of or the frequency and energy that I'm trying to create or that this book deserves to be birthed into the world? And I I was looking at a couple and very, very clearly landed on the Santa Monica Proper Hotel. Now, all of this is to say that I ended up having an incredible launch party at the Santa Monica Proper Hotel. I got all these beautiful flyers made. I sent these PR boxes. I did a podcast tour. I invested in graphics for my Instagram. I went big because that is what I desired. I went big because I desired to send this book off in such a beautiful, beautiful aligned way. Now, was the way I did it perfectly budgeted and quote unquote in alignment with my finances at the time or with my business's revenue at the time? No, not really, it, it pushed me, it was a stretch. It was There was that moment of like, oh shit, this is a little bit scary. But there was also something in me that knows that when I get to those edges, I know that my desires are planted in me for a reason. And my desire was to be a best-selling author, was to go on an incredible podcast tour, grow my Instagram, have a beautiful party around people that I admire, reality TV stars, content creators, entrepreneurs, my friends, my family, and to get this book on the best-selling charts, which it hit number 11 for women in business and Amazon. And I knew that that desire and that vision, if I fully committed to it, and I went after it with everything I had, that it would open doors and create a different paradigm for my life and for my business, that it was going to pay me back and then some, that I was not only going to recuperate and remake the money that I spent, that um, I wasn't only going to remake the money that I spent, that money wasn't just going to come back to me, but that it was going to be the foundation to build something even bigger that I couldn't even conceive of in that moment. And so... I really committed to my desires that year and simultaneously while I was orchestrating this beautiful big launch for my book, I was also really heavily investing in my team at Scouts Agency. That's when I brought on our director of clients, Heather. I made two account managers full-time and then I brought in the third account manager. Oh, no, no, no. Apologies. I had two full-time account managers at that time. Um, I brought someone full time and I hired hired an assistant that year, Danielle, who is now a brand integrator here at Scouts Agency. And so I was going all in on my desires. And people have often looked back at my four year Scouts Agency and they've asked me when I go on podcast, how do you quantum leap? And the way that I was able to grow my business that significantly that year. Bring us to a team of five. We were one, two, three, yeah, we were five. Launch my book and grow our revenue. We didn't double our revenue. I think we like grew about 70% that year and have this big book launch was because I had the courage and I took on the risk and I got uncomfy in chasing after what I felt I wanted and deserved and needed and got to live out in this lifetime. Now, I want to be very, very clear because people can take this advice and run with it and make decisions that aren't necessarily financially supportive or rooted. When you, and the point of this isn't to tell you to run out and spend a bunch of money that you don't have, right? The point of this is, is that I look back on what I have now, this office, seven full-time employees, uh, we grew 75% last year again, we're in 2023 now, and we're launching amazing new services and setting a foundation to scale. When I look around at what I have, it is because I trust my desires. Okay, sisters, let's talk about hair shedding. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? Hi, I've been there. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach.
0: Ugh, thinning hair just isn't the vibe. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Amen.
1: Everyone's root causes of hair thinning are different, so a one-size-fits-all approach to hair growth just doesn't cut it. Nutrafol has multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs to grow through different stages, such as postpartum, like me.
0: Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code OKSIS. That's com promo code OKSIS
1: Okay, O-K-A-Y-S-I-S.
0: Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. It is because
1: when something feels right in my body, I don't second guess it and I don't trip myself up and I don't try to analyze. I fundamentally know that if I desire something, it is made for me in this lifetime, or at the very least, it is available for me in this lifetime should I decide to bring that into my physical reality. I don't believe that we have dreams for the fuck of having dreams. I don't believe that we get these intuitive pulls or these downloads or these gut feelings for the fuck of it. I believe that when you have a desire, it is because you are A, capable, B, worthy, and C, able to bring that desire into your physical reality. Now, I am someone who has a plethora of desires, which is, in my opinion, a blessing and a curse. Sometimes, because of the plethora of desires that I have, I need to take a pause and strategically decide which desire I'm going to focus on in what phase of my life, in what year, right? Because I do have the capacity to go all in on all of it, which I think I did with my book launch and building my business at the same time, which there is an aspect of me that loves that I'll always be bringing multiple desires into my reality at a time, because that's how I best operate and how I best feel fulfilled. And I just wrote in my journal this morning that my 40s are going to be popping because that's when this desire is going to come true. But I do believe that if I desire something, whether it's wealth, whether it's luxury, whether it's a certain type of vacation, whether it's a certain type of job, a a certain accolade, a feature, an experience, a revenue goal. A lifestyle, whatever it is, if I desire it, I get to have it if I so choose to co create and show up and do the work to make it happen. So if you're sitting here and you desire certain things, and maybe there's even some shame around those desires, maybe there's who am I to desire something like that, or who am I to have that, or is that even a a good desire to have, right? Like I'll give you an example. I have huge desires to accumulate, produce, and generate a very large foundation of wealth for myself and for my family, for my team, for the women I support, and for my community. But let's break it down to my individualistic desire. I desire to be wealthy. I desire to live an incredibly luxurious lifestyle. In other words, I desire to make a fuck ton of money. And That's been a desire that I've privately sat sat with, I suppose, um, even saying it out loud like makes my body a little bit anxious because of the connotations of what that might mean to someone else, the judgment I might receive from somebody else. But money is a huge motivating factor for me in my life. Do I have clear boundaries and morals and ways that I want to make, produce, manage, spend, save, utilize, and live with that money? 100%. I'm very clear on that. I believe that women get to change the paradigm of how money is created and distributed and spent in this lifetime and that when women have money, better things happen in this world and that we are more generous and empathetic and loving and giving with our money and our resources and that I can make beautiful decisions to support others, myself, my husband, my daughter, my community with money that I generate. And so one of my deepest desires is to be wealthy in this lifetime And instead of shaming myself for that or giving myself you know, limiting narratives that quite honestly are just false about me, am I greedy? Am I shallow? Am I materialistic? Blah, 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 blah. All the things that keep us small and keep us not going after that actual thing that we want that's pulling at our sacral and solar plexus chakra. I say, because I desire it, it gets to be mine. There is no shame around what we desire. And when we can start to unapologetically claim our desires and know that they deserve to be there and not play little, not dismiss them, not come up with a million reasons why they don't get to happen and actually just trust them, that's when we start to play the big game. That's when we start to make decisions that are quantum leaping decisions that are incredibly courageous that are radical that are transformative does that come with a lot of fear? Absolutely I feel as if every time I go after another big of like a big desire of mine I feel completely off kilter I'm exiting one level and I'm jumping into another and usually for me and my desires that comes with investing money, Financial risk and pushing the envelope of my revenue making abilities, my spending making abilities, and my money management abilities. Something I've been terrified to say out loud. So I guess I'll say it now. I've said it privately in rooms with, you know, my peers and colleagues and in business meetings and with my mentors, but I am this year, creating my first seven-figure year. And to do that, I have to think differently about my desires and I have to manage money differently and I have to act differently. And so up-leveling into that next level where your next desire comes true, you're going to have a lot of old things come to the surface. So right now, a lot of my inner child wounds around money are coming up and I'm telling myself all these negative beliefs about myself, all of these... um, negative, almost unhealthy stories are coming to the surface that I get to heal from my childhood, that I get to heal from past wounds, et cetera. So it's all coming to the forefront and to the surface because I'm committed to the desire of having Scouts Agency make their first seven-figure year. And in doing that, I need to up-level through the discomfort. So it comes with a lot of healing work. So when we make a decision, well first when we understand that our desires are there for a reason and we start to trust our desires and we start to play with our desires and we start to dream, what would my life look like if those desires came true, then you commit to radically bringing those desires into your uh, into your physical reality. For me, I am very comfortable at this point with stretching myself. Does that mean I don't have breakdowns? Does that mean I'm not uncomfortable? Yes, I'm in a very uncomfortable fucking season of my life right now, especially this week. I'm working on it with my coach because we are about to jump into that next revenue level and holding that next level, holding that next desire, holding that next dream is haywire to my nervous system because I've never done it. It's uncomfortable. I don't know what this level is, and yet I trust, believe, and surrender into the fact that if I desire a seven-figure year, I get to have a seven-figure year, and I am willing to do and experience and learn and heal and grow through what it takes and what it will demand of me to make that desire a dream in reality. Again. Whatever your desire is and what your dreams are, that process for you to get there is going to look different. However, it first starts with accepting and believing and knowing that your desires get to come true, deciding which desires are really in alignment for you in this lifetime at this stage of your life, and then radically committing to the growth while it might be uncomfortable and while it might evoke a lot of fear and destabilization momentarily, being committed to what it will take to bring that desire into your life right here and right now. I remember after my book launch, I was in the elevator with Danielle, my previous assistant, now our brand integrator here at Scouts Agency, and we had just signed the lease. It was after the book launch. I grew the team and I was like, we need a fucking office because that's what I desired. And I got very clear on what I wanted from an office. I wanted concrete accents and beautiful windows and light and all of the things. And this office came up very, very serendipitously with beautiful synchronicity and it really was so like the one of the easiest manifestations I've ever called through. And I remember I asked the universe that day whether or not this office was meant for me and I got my sign three times that day. My sign's the Rolling Stones. And I signed the lease right then and there. Was it scary? Yes. Had I just made back all of the money that I had put into my book launch and marketing and you know, I hit my client goals for Q4, yes, and maybe someone else would have taken a beat. Maybe someone else would have waited. Um, but I desired an office, and so I went for it. And I was riding up the elevator with her, and I looked at her, and I said, do you know why... We now have this office and we have this team and my book launch was successful and we did it at the Santa Monica proper and our client load is now booked for Q4 and I'm thinking about hiring another account manager next year and, you know, why we're going to Joshua Tree next year for our company retreat and all these things. Do you know why all of this is happening? And I told her it's because I followed my desires. I chose my desires over my fear. I chose my dreams over discomfort. I chose to trust myself. I chose to trust my higher power and the universe. And I chose to believe that if I have a dream and that if I have a desire, it's meant for me. And I'm going to do what it takes to bring it into this physical reality. And in those actions that I take to co-create, I'm going to decide which ones feel the best for me, which ones feel the most aligned for me, what type of risk I am calculating and willing to take on personally. That's a different for every single person. And I'm going to make it a reality. And so sometimes I come on the podcast or or I... you know, share on Instagram all the beautiful blessings of my life. You know, my house that I bought last year, this gorgeous office I have, Scouts Agency's Growth. We're now a team of full-time seven. My baby, you know, growing 600% from year one on track for our first seven-figure year this year. I think about all of that and I look back and yes, of course, I'm, I say how grateful I am and how blessed I am. But I really know that all of these things happen because I radically committed to my desires and I consciously made the decision to move past discomfort, heal my inner self and do what it takes from a mental health perspective, from a spiritual perspective, from a personal development perspective to shatter every limiting belief that came my way and stay incredibly focused and rooted on my vision that came to me through my desires. So I would love to leave you with a takeaway exercise. If this feels scary or big, or if you're saying, you know, judgmental things to yourself about how I'm spewing, I don't know, there's all sorts of things that one could judge and conjure up from this conversation. Maybe that I'm irresponsible or, or you know what? That's probably my inner critic talking that I need to work on. As I said, I'm going through it, guys, this week as I up level. All of my inner critic and limiting beliefs are coming up. But if this triggered you or created any sort of judgmental limiting beliefs throughout this entire thing, I want you just for a minute to allow yourself to see a new perspective, to sit with your desires and feel what it would feel like in your body if they came true. That's all I'm asking for step one. That's all you have to do for step one. If you so choose to continue on this journey of trusting and bringing your desires into reality. So thank you sisters for being with me. I love you. This episode was really beautiful. And there's definitely like hints of fear that I'm feeling in my body for sharing some of the things that I shared today. Um, Yeah, because it feels really vulnerable. I fucking hate that word, but you know what I mean. And it feels really authentic. I fucking hate that word, but you know what I mean. And it feels really true. And it also feels, I don't know, radical maybe or different. And sometimes when you offer different perspectives. Um, it can make people feel uncomfortable and as a people pleaser. That's my worst nightmare. But also as a woman who is in her power, I I really, really want to help and support and and bring about this new paradigm of how we do business and how we live our lives because we all deserve to be in our fulfillment. We all deserve to be in our desires. And I firmly believe that for every single one of us. So... I love you. You got this. And uh, follow me on Instagram at scott Sobel, us together at OKCIS Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would text it to a friend, rate and review, or just take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram and tag me in real time so I can see, or all three, whatever your heart desires. Okay, I'll catch you next episode.